Hey everybody, George Robson here, Worship Arts Pastor at Ocean Grove Online Church. Welcome to another one of our podcasts. I want to encourage you to stay with us for this week's scripture reading and message. Althea read from the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 16 through 21 earlier uh, this morning. It's fascinating that we go to 1 John 3, 16, and we hear um, from the gospel writer again. And he says, starting in verse 16 through 18, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, How can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. It's the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight. You are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So I want to begin this morning with a question. And it might not be as easy as you think um, to answer this, but let's give it a shot. And the question is this, what does love look like? What does love look like? I can tell you what the love of chocolate looks like. Amen? Amen. I can tell you what the love for my spouse looks like. But I want to broaden our, our, our perspective this morning. I want to broaden our conversation and ask the question, what does love look like? And the good news is I think that with God's help, we can figure this out. And with God's help through the Holy Spirit, we can go wherever it is that God calls us to go and have the courage to show up and exert love even in the most unsettling, volatile, dangerous maybe situations and circumstances. Friends, to me, this is a critical, crucial, urgent question that we have to be able to answer in our world today, in the times we live in with all of the anger and hatred and intolerance and violence, which is our current context for life. The world is desperate for the people of God to figure out what does, in fact, love look like? What does God's love look like out into the world? Let's see if we can First, turn to God's word to help us truly understand the depth and the importance and the urgency of this question for us. Begin to see what love indeed looks like for our day and our time. Again, we don't have to go any further than scripture to begin to unpack this question. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So let's apply our question here. 
what does love look like? When we say for God so loved the world, we can say what that looks like is that he gave us his one and only son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God's love for the world looks like Jesus. What does the love of Jesus look like? Well, now we bring in 1 John 3.16. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. John, 1 John 3.16 offers commentary and gives further meaning and power to John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave us Jesus. This is how we know what love is. Jesus laid down his life for us. For God so loved the world that he gave us Jesus. This is the epitome of God's love. Jesus is the very essence of God's love. He is God's love in the flesh. And he has been given for you and for me, for us, and for the world. And his greatest act of love was the fact that he laid down his life for us, for you, and for me. But the author of 1 John keeps going. And after he says, this is how we know what love is, that Jesus laid down his life for us, he writes, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. So time for the question again. What does love look like? What does it look like for us to lay down our lives for our brothers and our sisters? For me this morning on this Memorial Day Sunday, part of this means to remember those who have died defending our country. And we do that this morning while war is still raging in the Ukraine. We remember those that have sacrificed for our freedom and we do so in the wake of deadly shootings in a grocery store, in a church, in an elementary school, So there is urgency to this question, and there is urgency to our ability, with God's help, to answer it in ways that are meaningful and will truly matter to the world we live in. God's love for us and Jesus' sacrifice for us on the cross is the most important expression of love that the world has ever seen. God's love for us and Jesus' love for us is unquestioned. It's constant. It's unwavering. And it's something that we should never doubt. We can and do stake our lives, both here and now, and our eternal lives, on the love of God made perfect in Jesus Christ. But when it comes to asking, what does love look like when we are the ones doing the loving? answer might be just a little bit more unknown to us and risky. Again, it wasn't lost on me that I was reading this text on Memorial Weekend Sunday, and we know that there have been hundreds of thousands who quite literally have laid down their lives for their brothers and sisters. 
They've laid it down for our freedom. They've laid it down for our country. And of course, to each and every one of them and their families, we say thank you. But author Jennifer Granholm writes this, which I find helpful. Ceremonies are important, but our gratitude has to be more than a once a year Memorial Day ceremony. We honor the dead best by treating the living well. Let me say that again. We honor the dead best by treating the living well. So what does treating the living well look like? Well, again, 1 John immediately follows, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters by writing this in verses 17 and 18. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Your children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Here's the same two verses from Eugene Peterson's The Message. This is how we've come to understand and experience love. Christ sacrificed his life for us. This is why we ought to live sacrificially for our fellow believers and not just be out for ourselves. If you see a brother or sister in need and have the means to do something about it, but turn a cold shoulder and do nothing, what happens to God's love then? And he answers his own question by saying, it disappears. And we made it disappear. And these scriptures make it clear that as followers of Jesus and as children of God, our actions and our attitudes should reflect those of Christ. Our actions and our attitudes should reflect those of Christ. I've come to realize that one of the most hated phrases in our country today is thoughts and prayers. But I'm also here to say this morning, I'm not ready to give up on thoughts and prayers, especially the prayer part. There's power in prayer. But our thoughts and prayers need to be accompanied by our actions. Our actions and our attitudes, our actions and our thoughts, our actions and our prayers need to reflect those of Christ. Imagine for a moment, if you will, that John 3.16, instead of what we read just a few minutes ago, says this, for God so loved the world, and then it stops there. What does that mean then? And what does it look like? Or 1 John 3.16, this is how we know what love is. And then there's nothing that follows. Instead, what God has given us is this gift of, for God so loved the world, he gave us Jesus. Action. This is what love looks like. Jesus laid down his life for us. Action. 
We ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and our sisters. If we stop at thoughts and prayers, then we are not exhibiting the same action and thoughts of Christ. It must include action. John, the author of 1 John, challenges us with a direct question that I've been reflecting on often over these last few weeks. He asks this, how is it possible for the love of God to be in someone who claims to be a Christian and then they refuse to help others? How is it possible for the love of God to be in someone who claims Christ but never puts that love into action? He goes on to say a little bit later in his letter, and it's to the point, and harsh. He says, if anyone says, I love God, but hates his brother and sister, they're a liar. They're a liar. For anyone who does not love his sister or brother whom he has seen cannot love God who he has not seen. So here's my challenge for us this morning. And it's for all of us. You, me, choir, those worshiping with us online, those that might view this worship service a week from now, a month from now, it's our challenge, and it's an urgent one. It's so easy to look at the overwhelming needs of the world and allow that to just paralyze us into doing nothing, into thoughts and prayers, but no action. When we ask, when we, we look at the big picture and ask, what does love look like? We, we can just be overwhelmed and do nothing. So the challenge this morning is to, is to ask that question on a smaller scale. What does love look like as we leave the sanctuary this morning and go back out into the world? What does love look like when we go to lunch a little bit later? What does love look like when we go to the beach or the park or wherever it is we may go to enjoy ourselves and relax? Here's a particular Ocean Grove question. What does love look like when you're driving around looking for a parking place? <laughs> Knowing that that question was in my sermon this morning convicted me as I was driving around at 7.30 trying to, desperately to find a place to park by the beach, beach pavilion. But let's dig a little deeper and, and go a little deeper this morning. What does love look like when we go to work, when we go to school, when we go to the grocery store? What does love look like when we interact with our family and friends? What does love look like when we interact with our neighbor that we just really don't like all that? What does love look like when we see someone in trouble? 
whatever that may be? Does it look like going to the opposite side of the street and continuing our journey? What does love look like when we see someone in trouble? What does love look like when we see someone trying to fit in or living on the margins of life? What does love look like when we see people targeted for who they are or the color of their skin or their country of origin? What does love look like when we see hatred violence. And friends, we have, to, we have to be careful when we ask that question to, 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 to think in our minds and our hearts, not what does love look like when somebody else responds to that? But what does love look like when God uses us to reach out? to respond, and to show love to our brothers and sisters. Friends, I am absolutely convinced, first of the urgency and the importance of answering this question as individual Christians, but as the church of Jesus Christ, but I am also equally uh, convinced and convicted that this is the question for our day and our time, that if we can get this right, if we can get an idea of what God, God's love for the world looks like as it flows in us and through us and out into the world, we can indeed change the world. We can change the world. God can change the world through us. And if I think, how do, we, how do we end school shootings? How do we end grocery store shootings? How do we end church shootings? How do we end bombing? How do we end war? How do we end all of the stuff that inhabits our world? It will be the love of God in Christ Jesus infiltrating and influencing the world through you, through me, through the people who call themselves disciples of Christ. May it be so. May it be so. Let us pray. Oh God, we have felt your presence and power this morning in our midst through the, the music we have been singing, through the prayers we have offered, through the, uh, the creeds we have said, through your holy word. And God, we ask that, that your power and presence would, would be our constant companion as we go forth from this place and back out into the world that we would take the, the good news of Jesus Christ everywhere we go. Yes, in our thoughts. Yes, in our prayers. And yes, through our actions. May they be in alignment and in agreement as we share 
Christ with the world. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. We really appreciate you staying with us this time around. Remember, you can always search out other podcasts from OGC by looking up Ocean Grove Church or type in oceangrovechurch.com slash podcast question mark format equals RSS in your player of choice. And if you'd like other ways to stay up to date on all things Ocean Grove Church, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Ocean Grove Church, on Twitter as OG Church, and don't forget our website, oceangrovechurch.com. And you can contact us via email at oceangrovechurch at gmail.com. Until next time, we bid you peace.